0: there we go what happened hold on one second we got to do the intro let's do it i don't know what's oh no i did the background this is the intro okay you ready for the intro check this out i know you haven't seen this yet The only one than, more better looking than me on the NYPD has joined me tonight. We are joining forces. Uh, we're going to be a tag team duo. What's up, Joe Murray? How are you?
1: Hey, brother. How you doing? I love the intro there. That's fantastic. Badass, right? I the like old it. Old Mark DeMeo there.
0: Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of different versions of me in there. A lot of different hairstyles. That was actually put together by uh, two ch- uh, Well, a childhood friend of mine named Andre. He did the music. Andre Morbert. He's a DJ. Very, very popular DJ. Uh, here in New York, and now he's in Miami. And uh, my buddy Frankie Hudak, who was uh, a stand-up comedian for many, many years, I met him on the circuit, and now he works for the mayor of Yonkers. He does the uh, the visuals. He follows uh, the, the mayor around and, and, and videotapes him and then edits it and anything that's going on in, this, in the city of Yonkers. That's uh, Frankie Hudak. Shoots it and ed- edits it. So thank special thanks to Andre and Frankie, my friends, for, for doing the right thing.
1: Excellent work, excellent. And
0: uh, it's an honor to have you back. I'm really, really excited. I love having you on the show.
1: Me too.
0: You always give um, you know, your honest opinion, and um, and it's usually 100% on point. And before we start, before we jump in, let's just give a shout out to the people that are kind enough to join us in the chat, and uh, we'll do basically a roll call. What do you think of that? Nice. Okay, here we go. Go on, chat. Marie. Go on, Marie here okay you're in sector madam <laughs> ryan, ryan investigative group trish norman and Nikki bella you guys are sec- uh, sector boy charlie <laughs> all right thank you for joining us on bb uh that's a new name and fuzzy doxy thank you for joining us diane b milwaukee civilian after Hours with Joe Murray. This is going to be a great show. I hope you dazzle us with insights and comedic brilliance. <laughs> I think this guy messes with me, Milwaukee. <laughs> I really do. <laughs> he says the nicest thing, but I, I just I wish I could meet him in person because I'm sure he's he's just being a little sarcastic. me. Okay. Listen, I'm going to give him my best, okay? I always do, Milwaukee. Uh, Scott Wagner is with us, Joe. Uh, the Rose of Spanish Harlem. Uh, Patty L., and who else is joining us? Diane B. I mentioned her. What else? Sergeant Friday. Hello and good afternoon. I don't know where you are, Sergeant Friday, but it's evening over here. It's uh, 7 p.m. over here. Where are you, Sergeant Friday? I think you're you're in the Midwest. I think, right? All right, Lorna McKenzie. Let's say hello to her. Anybody else? Kathy Bates. Mickey hello, Bella. Kathy. Yeah, we we we. Uh, Raquel Apronzo. Finally. Uh-huh. And it's Peter Bronzo weird. of the Harlem Raiders fame, aren't they the best? Yeah, I mean, really, I really, people. really, number one. I have their, I actually have their Christmas card up, still. I I refuse to take it down. It just, I feel like it spreads love in the room. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, happy you cool. want that happy vibe, man. I, I love yeah. couples like that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that, be... that's like it reminds you of what life is is supposed to be like. You know what I'm saying? Yep. If you if you're blessed and lucky, uh, Miss Kelly, hello, hola, Lee Perry. She says hello to everybody. Who else? is uh, Anybody else? Did we miss anybody else? Rhonda. Hi, Rhonda. Rhonda, I'd say your last name, but I don't want to mess it up. Mystique. That's a cute way to spell Mystique. And uh, Lee Perry. All right. I think we got everybody in the roll call. And um, why don't we start? Okay. So when I reached out to you, we started uh, communicating a little bit. And you mentioned about... There's something coming up uh, in the not-too-distant future about unvaccinated officers. Uh, Tell us a little about what's going on right now because this thing is annoying at this point.
1: Well, they have already terminated some uh, officers already uh, for not being vaccinated. But now what we have is the people that applied for religious and medical exemptions, Mm -hmm. applied for them. Uh, The city just went off half-cocked when they originally did this. They denied them due process. They didn't give them any real notice of of what they were looking for and how to make their case. Um, So they were just doing blanket denial letters without really looking at the individual uh, and their claim. So the city then revamped their administrative process and they used more detailed um, administrative uh, tools in which now, if you were denied, there was a, a list of about eight categories in which they would check a box. You were denied for this, no, no prior history of refusing vaccines, you know, different criteria that, to give you some notice and ability to, because if you're denied and you have no criteria as to why you were denied, how can you do a meaningful appeal of that? So the city got their act together, and then they reissued these denials with now some schematic as to how to appeal it. So a number of them have gone through. Um, I I did a whole rash of them uh, in the last few weeks, and now the buzz is that the appeals are coming down and the city is getting ready to terminate, and the process will be, I believe that if you are now finally denied your religious exemption or your medical exemption, that you will be put on unpaid leave for 10 days and then terminated if you don't start the process with getting vaccinated, which is terrible. It's horrible that people are going through this, and I have like people coming to me I have this one woman who's 19 years on the job. She'll have her 20 this summer, but she's like, what do I do? I mean, I'm not going to have enough time if they come down with this now. So it's just so draconian. I can't believe, you know, Mark, when this pandemic first hit, there was no like, you know, everyone else got locked in and shut in. The NYPD was out there. The first responders were out Mm. there unprotected, not properly protected, which is sad enough, you know, from 9-11, how how we still have fellow officers suffering from not having the proper PPE PPE equipment to protect ourselves from all the inhalants that we, we inhale down at Ground Zero. So here we are again, 20 years later, and now we have this pandemic without the proper equipment And officers were getting sick, officers were dying, but they were out there. They didn't say, Look, I'm not coming to work. They were there. So now this is how you repay them. You know, the ones who were out there in the fight when there was no protection, there was no protocol on how to treat it, there was no vaccine. So I'm very disappointed in the way that, you know, this has progressed. And the most significant issue is that now, we have, you know, we talked about this, uh, you know, before coming on. It's just shocking. I used to be a Democrat, and and as a Democrat, you know, I liked that it was union-oriented. It was for the working guy. It was protecting, you know, the, excuse me, the little guy. You know, mm-hmm. the Democrats will protect the little guy. It seems that the parties have now flipped, where here we have the mayor, who is now by, I guess, executive order, change the policy for the sports figures, the rich and powerful, they don't have to have the vaccine to be able to work. But the working union guy on the front line does have to have the vaccine. So um, it's just amazing what's going on. And uh, it's very sad that when you hear these people in their desperation, you know, they don't know what to do. Do I vest out? Do I just, you know, fight it and appeal it? And hope that we win and get reversed. I've been, you know, going to different uh, campaign events, and I hear all the leading candidates. Uh, Giuliani, Andrew Giuliani's running, and he's getting the crowd all riled up. If I'm elected, I will rehire all those first responders with back pay. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to, you know, embarrass the guy, but you don't have the power to. You, as the governor, have the power over the state, not the city. Mm-hmm. The mayor is the chief executive of the city, and the mm-hmm. mayor has the power to rescind that, not the governor. So, I, I you know, I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah, I hear you, but,
0: uh, you know, if, if you're the governor, you can twist. You can twist the mayor's arm. We we saw it for the last eight years over here with the you can that carrot and stick is you know, very coupe. powerful. They have to got, they have to work together. We we already seen um, one mayor not be able to get along with our, our governor over here, and it was ugly at times. Yeah. Um. So now I, I got to ask you a question. Um. About this. Uh. Let's just say this latest strain. I hope. Knock on wood. Never materializes here in the states, and we go two, three, four months. Maybe God, God bless us, we, we get out of it. We get we'll go through the whole summer. There's not another uh, variant of this freaking thing. Now, we've already been to like two or three months now with uh the last variant, which wasn't uh might have been contagious but wasn't uh, that didn't make you that sick, Correct. so. Um, I think it would be safe to say that what would happen to the to the unvaccinated at that point? I mean, um, uh, uh, it's not like a vaccine that you get once in a lifetime. And, it you know, for measles or mumps and things like that, this was like something for the these the the covid, you know, which is a flu like symptom. And if that's gone, then you don't like the vaccine you shouldn't need it anymore it shouldn't come up again next year unless there's a breakout of uh, of of another variant that they create um because my fear is that this is never going to go away we're going to be at the only reason why we haven't been forced to do the fourth uh the, the 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 second booster shot is because they they can't figure out a way to uh come up with a budget for it the federal government, you know what I'm saying? That's it's a big, mm. it's a lot of money, and if they don't come up with money to to make to make it free for people, <laughs> nobody's gonna get it. Yeah. So you're gonna nobody's gonna get it. it you know, but very few people can, you know, go to the doctor annually anyway. And now you're gonna make them go and pay the copayment and uh, and pay for the the no, it's it's not gonna happen. Yeah.
1: yeah so they is. need it.
0: They need it in the budget, and if it. That's the holdup right now, I think. Anyway, that's what I heard. Yeah,
1: it's it's uh, you know, it's unfortunate. I think you're right. This is not going to go away. It's not a one shot deal. It's it, it's at least two and a booster. And now they're talking about it. It, it may be, you know, like the flu. It changes, you know, mm-hmm. uh, year to year. So you'll you get a flu shot every year. So uh, it could end up being you gotta get your COVID shot every year. Yeah, but know? there's
0: no vaccine passport for the flu shot yet.
1: No, no, there's not. Yeah. And, you know, I I, I, I kind of wonder why. I don't they probably regret things. not doing it, I bet. Yeah, it's, it's more government control. Well, it's In more money, opinion. too. I mean, a lot of people have different feelings about it. Me, personally, you know, Mark, I go to my doctor. I think it was 50 or 51. I just went to my doctor for my annual physical. And, uh, um, you know, he's like, well, we recommend after 50 you get the uh, – the pneumonia vaccine, you get the shingles vaccine, uh, and then get your flu shot, and I'm healthy. And I'm like, mm-hmm. why am I doing this? Mm-hmm. Then once the pandemic hit, I go back again for my my physical, and he's like, Joe, I'm telling you, get the two-shot vaccine, get the flu vaccine, get the pneumonia vaccine, get the uh, shingles vaccine. Get, I'm like, so when is it going to end? that a healthy person has to continually pump these chemicals into your body, you know? And I, I had a doctor, it was a doctor, Dr. Edelman. He was in charge of SMD, the special medical district. When I was jammed up, I think I knew him. I, yeah, I'm sure such a nice guy. You mm-hmm. know, a lot of people didn't like him because he was SMD, but.
0: I think he was uh, before I got on the job, I think he was, uh, I was his doorman.
1: No kidding. Yeah, wow. yeah.
0: He lived in the building I worked in. I remember him telling me he was a district surgeon when I was going on the job. Somebody told me that wow. he worked with the police department. So I talked to him, and then it turns that, yeah, well, I I was I was too stupid to to use it, but
1: <laughs> weren't we all? You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, I had a conversation with him, and at the time I was taking some kind of medication. I don't know what it was, like antidepressants or whatever, because they're going through all my shit. And he says, how are you feeling? I said, I'm feeling good, actually. You know, I'm just waiting for my shit to get finished and, you know, get back to work. So he's like, you know, I know these medications, they make you feel good. But you got to remember that all of these medications come with side effects. They all have side effects. Mm-hmm. It could be short term. It could be long term. Anytime you're putting this foreign substance into your body, mm-hmm. you're leaving yourself open to you know, it could be down the road. It could be cancer. It could be anything else. So that always stuck in my head. And then I, I just really adopted the position that unless I, I absolutely need it, I don't want it. You know, and I, I I'm not the kind that always runs to get a Z pack when you get the sniffles or whatever. I'll take supplements, but uh, you know, I, I think there's something to be said with that kind of, you know, philosophy.
0: And now that the, uh, well, is this the uh, what, what that the um, the athletes and entertainers are able to perform. You know, it, it's 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 obviously money. You have the uh, the Nets money. getting we're gearing up for the playoffs. They have the best player, um, in basketball. Uh, you know, in Kyrie Irving. I mean, the guy's beautiful athlete. Um, he he's an incredible basketball player. It's a, phenomenal to watch him. Right. And he was going to have to sit out during whole games, almost guaranteeing it's just the, 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 the hypocrisy. I think, uh, how much of it do you think is just the government
1: not not wanting to admit that they were wrong? I, I think it's a lot of it. A lot of it. The government can't get out of its own way. The government's not effective and, and you know, in anything, at doing much of anything, anything except anything. maybe the military. They pretty yeah. much have okay, that, okay? Yeah, down yeah, I'll period, give you that, yeah, you know. <laughs> mm-hmm. But aside from that, uh, I think it's it's unfortunate that they're ramming this down people's throats. And uh, yeah, there's a lot of people that love it and want it, and I uh, can't wait to get another booster. Good. You said- <laughs> I saw I saw somebody going
0: out to get it the other day. Yeah, uh, but they're not. over sixty. Listen, I have I listen. I'm not I'm not, I'm boosted up. I don't care, <laughs> you know. And I and I had the COVID, but I had the bad one, man. I had the one you only get three days off of work for you know like i was calling i was calling up work and i'm like <laughs> tested positive and they're like yeah, all right yeah. we'll, we'll see you monday and i'm like monday <laughs> I'm, I'm baking bread right now i got recipes downloaded what are you talking about oh, Monday?" <laughs> and That's sure cool. enough and let me tell you something if i ever see that freaking guy dr chachki whatever his name is that Indian guy I'm gonna punch him right in his freaking dome <laughs> i hate that guy every time you turn on the tv that stupid commercial's
1: on yeah, You know, uh, every, every two seconds, I can't get yeah, to the remote fast
0: enough. I hate that freaking guy.
1: It's just a little much, you know, in your face, ramming it down your face. I think a lot more people would have gotten it if it wasn't so in your face with this, you know, you have to get Yeah. It. You don't trust no. it
0: afterwards. It, you know, <laughs> let people, it's, it was too much. It's, and like, who doesn't know about the vaccine at this point? Who really right. doesn't know? Honestly. Right. Right. And I hate the commercial so much. I'm telling you, if we got it down to about 10, 20 people, and everybody knows somebody who's unvaccinated. And like I said, I don't care what you do. Do yeah. you. But right, right, gonna you? Right, I'm going to tell you right now, if we got down to the hundreds and I knew you, and I knew that if, if you got vaccinated, they'd stop playing this commercial, I would, <laughs> I would drug you, and I would bring you to get your vaccine. Because I, I, I can't, I don't want the commercial anymore. I'm, I, I can't handle the
1: commercial. It. It's crazy. You
0: know, we're talking about... Um, so a lot of these, how many cases do you think there are with this um uh with the NYPD and officers that uh um put in for the uh the special exemptions for the vaccine? How many are we talking about right now that are waiting appeal? I
1: to be honest with you, I don't know, but I, I believe it's a lot. It's a couple hundred, I believe, you know, that uh sadly, I mean they're really in a in a horrible position and it's always a hard line spot. You can't take each case individually. You know, I mean what about the the guys and gals that had covid and have natural immunity? I know, that's not even taken into account, which is probably everybody. Yeah. The only people that I hear getting uh covid now are the ones who are vaccinated. Yeah, and, you know, it's unfortunate, but a lot of people think the vaccine will prevent will prevent the spread and they're, they're like, "Well, you should get it cuz I don't want it from you." Well, if I get it, <laughs> I don't you want know, I'm What's be the home, with- you. know, it's a matter of you know, Yeah. You, you know, still you still get it.
0: In the middle of all this, on April twentieth, if uh, they don't come up with an agreement, uh, a new contract, thirty-two B, thirty-two J is going to go on strike. That is the Doorman Union in New York City, folks, and uh, one which I'm part of. Yeah. And if they do go on strike, you're talking about thirty thousand employees will be striking. I did the strike once before I became a cop, uh, thirty-one years ago. Wow. And um, it lasted two weeks. You never get that money back, by the way. Yeah. And no matter how much money they give you uh, in the raise, those two weeks, it's it's it's, it's you'll, you'll never sure. ever be able to catch up. It really throws you for a loop. Well, now, let
1: me ask this, Mark. If you do go out, I mean, when you're in a building, you have a rapport and a relationship with mm-hmm. certain people in the building, and they rely on you for certain things, uh, you know, certain assistance or help with things. If you strike. Do they now hold that against you and retaliate to? No. I mean, they
0: kind of. There's, there's people ask you questions like about the strike, and they're kind of cavalier about it, which annoys me. Like yeah. we have something to do with it, and I always, I always tell them, uh, nobody wants a strike. I don't want to strike. I, I can't afford it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I, I don't. Right. I only work there a couple of days a week. But whatever you know, I'm doing comedy. I'm doing that. I work in a police academy as an actor. I got a bunch of different things. But you pull one of them away. You know, now I'm hurting. So I don't want it to happen. Um, What happens is they have to hire their own security, at least overnight. Right. Um, Who knows what they're going to do with the packages? Because, you know, people 31 years ago, on on a given day, maybe there was three or four people in the building. One got a FedEx. The other one had a something else, Mm -hmm. a UPS. Mm -hmm. There are hundreds of packages coming every single day. Hundreds. And what are they going to do with them? Just throw them on the floor and let people figure out how. And they're still ordering because they, they have. Oh, yeah.
1: Know, my, my building, too. I'm in a big building. And uh, mm. it's like a maze when you get down to the front door because they have everything stacked up. By- oh, you, they, yeah, we have a room. We, we have a, a, a three-building complex that all meets in the middle. So they have the 10-building, the 20-building, the 30-building, and everything mm. is like. Yeah, I'll walk through it to pick your packages up. It's it's yeah. We,
0: we don't have it on the floor like that, but we have a room for it. We get it. We fetch it for you. But um they're not going to know what to do with it, and they're still ordering like crazy right now. You yeah. you know because they're not anticipating the strike or not thinking about a strike. But w- when you have six, eight packages coming in, some of them, you know, who knows what type of what, what you're getting. Most of it is crap anyway. Right. but um you know just you know shampoo and whatever anybody orders you know they get order the the
1: we get chewy's delivered man. oh yeah 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 anything Back heavy food.
0: too oh if it's yeah. heavy forget it and yeah. for some reason people need uh the 35 boxes of water i don't get it what <laughs> the what? you got a one bedroom apartment in new york city what do you need three cases of water for just in case it's so ridiculous you know? it's so freaking ridiculous how much water do you do, do you shower in the water are you drinking? Is that what you do? You got so much money you can shower in a Poland Springs? The
1: world is is increasingly a dangerous place. Look what's happening with Ukraine and Russia oh, man, and they're so threatening nuclear people. stuff. Get the heck
0: out man, of I here. feel so bad for those people. And hopefully oh, hopefully, it's not going to find us. Because yeah. um, All right. Listen, let me ask you another question. While all this is going on, United Airlines allowed va- unvaccinated employees to return to work. Wow. United, United Airlines. Freedom, yeah, they Freedom. were one of the first ones that actually got rid of their employees. Actually, but um, wow, so that's now you it's so weird. Like, you, some places it are is. inviting unvaccinated back. NYPD still fooling around with the vaccination, like they got a, a million people waiting to take the job. Yeah,
1: it, you know, yeah. I was
0: just watching a video on um, it's six months old now, but on that Dade County, how they came up here. Is yeah. it Dade County? Uh, No, Lakeland. Lakeland from Florida. They came up to New York with these chips, and they were talking to cops in Times Square, and they took about 15 or or 20 of our cops at that time. Who knows how many? And if you're unvaccinated uh, and you're on the job right now, that might be something to look into if you do get canned. Go down to Lakeland. Governor
1: DeSantis, he offered a $5,000 Lakeland. In
0: Lake, Lakeland, Florida. Yeah, that's that's right. where it started. They came up here to recruit. Meanwhile, most people don't even realize how much it costs to train one officer here. We used to get yeah. pissed off that we were lose, losing the officers to Nassau and Suffolk County after you invested $80,000 to train one officer. I think it's like 60000 or something like that, $80,000 to yeah. train one officer. And then six months in, they're taking off. And they don't even need to get trained once you go out there to Nassau, uh, Suffolk. Now the same thing's happening with Lakeland over there.
1: Yeah. You know and there's no better training ground than new york city i'm telling you with some of the cases more and more increasingly now all these cases have body cameras so you're sitting through if if it's a heavy job you're sitting through 10 15 body cameras watching things unfold and and it's it's like you're right there again you know seeing everything happen and when i look at these cops and the work they do it's incredible
0: and God bless yeah. the body cams, by the way. Yeah. I'll show you a story. I'm skipping ahead a lot, but um, let's just check out this story since you brought it up. It's a body cam story. Uh, from out of state, this cop was ready to get railroaded. And thank God for the body cams. Where is it? Uh, Here we go. Oh, oh, oh. I told you to stop going away.
2: A Tallahassee police officer is reportedly on administrative leave after video surfaced of him flipping a suspect on his head during an arrest. Police reportedly say Officer Sean Wright was attempting to arrest Dalton McKnight for leaving the scene of a minor accident involving his own vehicle. When they caught up with McKnight and attempted to arrest him, Wright could be heard saying the suspect was pulling his arms away as he was being handcuffed.
3: You pull away from me one more time. I, I
4: you. 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 you
3: pull away from you. me one more time. I'm gonna take
4: you down. It's gonna you. hurt.
2: Wright is heard warning the suspect not to pull away, and seconds later. <laughs> I told you oh, the to hell?
0: stop falling away. Police
2: reportedly say no injuries were reported. <laughs> Wright is reportedly <laughs> pending the outcome of a department investigation into his actions. <laughs> McKnight has pleaded not guilty to the charges against him, which include hit and run, leaving the scene of a crash and resisting an officer without violence. For Inside Edition Digital, I'm Mara Munsell.
0: Well, uh, what happened with that case, let me just come back here. What happened with that case, by the way, is once they could see his um, footage from the body cam, they were able to uh, see that his head never hit the ground, um, that he wasn't seriously injured and uh, no harm, no foul. So basically the body cam saved this officer from a lot of uh, uh, stress because they, yeah. they were trying to railroad him because, you know, not only do they not want you to, um, like, carry a baton anymore, these liberal states. uh Anything that could be a non-lethal weapon, you're wondering how come we're not using it? It's because they don't want you to be able to arrest people anyway. They don't yeah. even want you. These, these, some of these, uh, le- uh so true. these crazy lefties. Now, in this particular case, obviously, that officer knew some type of self-defense, probably judo, yeah. and he flipped him. <laughs> that was First great. you see, but you know what's great about it is that, uh, like you, sometimes it's it's hard to estimate, like how light somebody is sometimes. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? How light their bones are until you actually get into a physical confrontation. So you could see when he went to toss them, he was probably expecting uh, maybe a little bit heavier person. Then the guy just flew. Yeah, that's what it looked like. He kind of... Just flew right right over. And uh, (laughs) I love stuff like that, man.
1: See how important that is? Because I'm sure, like, if that was New York City, there would be five other... You know, cell phone cams going, you know, and who knows what that angle would look like. But now you have the officer's perspective, which is very helpful, you know.
0: And, you know, there's so many cameras out there nowadays. Now, yeah. I'm going to show you something. We'll cover this because I'm, I'm curious to know from a lawyer's perspective what's going to happen to this individual. Now, we had a recent uh, an assault in Brooklyn. It seems to be probably like five, six, seven, eight teenagers are involved. They're in Williamsburg. They beat up a Hasidic Jew for no reason. So they just, let's watch the video here. Um, And then one of them has been caught. And I'm just curious because I know he's going to be charged. They're saying he's charged with a hate crime, how bad things look for him. But let me just uh, find it right now. All right, here we go.
3: 16-year-old arrested and charged his role in a group attack of a Hasidic man on the streets of Brooklyn. Police are still looking for the others. This latest attack resonates once again as crime statistics in the last year show a significant rise in attacks against Jewish people. Eyewitness News reporter Naveen Dollywall has the story from Williamsburg.
4: The video is grainy, but there's no doubt about the assault that happened Friday evening on Jerry Street. The attackers' police say this group of individuals who punched and kicked the victim, forcing him to the ground, there were no words exchanged.
1: Individuals,
3: they have nothing better to do than to attack a Hasidic Jew. What cowards, what cowards they are. I want to call them animals, but that's not fair to the animals.
4: The attack outraged the community, <laughs> especially activist Dove Hikind, after learning the, the victim in this case, a 21 year old man dressed in Hasidic attire, the latest one to be assaulted on the streets of Brooklyn. And once again, the crime random. Well,
3: unfortunately, Jew
1: hatred is out of control in New York.
4: Where is the hate
1: coming from, and
4: why? That's the big question as a. Oh. Master- crimes on the hasidic community has many here concerned according to police in the first three months of last year there were 20 anti-jewish hate crimes reports
0: well um let me just give it you see oh wait a minute wait wait wait! i gotta get this uh all right here we go i get confused in this um this is uh, not something new that happens in New York. They usually have a lot of patrol, though. I don't see that much uh, because they, they. I'll show you another video. It's 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 like three or four months earlier. That was just a single uh, one guy by himself, and he could have very easily been part of that pack right now. It's hard to tell. Uh, they all kind of sort of wear the same coats and jackets and look the same. But he just yeah. slugs another Hasidic Jew for for no reason. Um, but I remember when I was on the job, they were, they had so much patrol, and God forbid they caught you, man. They beat the crap out of you. And yeah. uh, what
1: happened with that patrol? I don't know. I mean, uh, you know, it's unfortunate, but uh, something like that, three or more people engaging in an act like that, that's, that's even worse than a hate crime. It's a gang assault that automatically jumps. See, other than that, if it was just two people or well, one person striking somebody with your hands, that's a misdemeanor assault. But when three or more people get together to assault somebody, that goes up to a B felony. It's a very, very serious charge. B violent felony. So well, they got uh, one of them.
0: So obviously we're expecting the other ones to flip. Obviously, yeah. you know, as a detective yeah. that's what you so the other ones are not they don't have too much more time in the street. Some of them are probably back wherever they, wherever they came from. You know, they send them home, either it's yeah. down South or they send them back to DR or Puerto Rico, wherever they come from. Um, I'm, I'm not exclusive. I just, I'm just looking at, at the video of, and I'm taking into account all these other crimes that are happening. It just looks like the same exact group of kids. Yeah. And, um, and I'll show you another hallway robbery here in a second that happened in the Bronx. But, um, You know, when they attach that hate crime in there, um, how much like the reason why I'm asking you this is because it seems like we're being so lenient with the crimes right now. But um, obviously, Jews have a lot of power in New York City, the Hasidic Jew community. So this guy is not probably going to be put on bail and let go. He's probably probably going to hold him, and um, until he gives up his friends. And then this case is probably going to these kids are basically fucked. Right.
1: Yeah. I uh, where was that Brooklyn? Yeah. Yeah. So Gonzalez is is one of these woke prosecutors mm-hmm. over there. So, you know, I don't I don't know if it would be, uh, you know, treated the same like Morgenthau would in Manhattan or, you know, some of the other older prosecutors. I, I think he's still going to be light with them, uh, sadly, you know, because it would just be inconsistent if he. Only treated certain mm-hmm. crimes a certain way. I, I I just think naturally they will be charged with you know felonies. Uh, I think a hate crime, hate crime bumps it up a level. So if it's a B felony, it, it would get bumped up. So, um, but I I I think that uh, inevitably they're gonna work something out. You know, depending on his injuries and they may- yeah, but if
0: if he doesn't articulate that they said something like. UF and Jew or something like that. If those yeah. words never come out and it was just, they're walking down the street, they stay, they, they just, somebody smacks them. The other guy fucking punches them. And then before yeah. you know it, they're all punching them. Um, unless they that, that charge will probably just go by the, they won't even charge him. I know the cops charge him with the detectives, but
1: yeah, of course. Yeah. I think, I think it's going to be watered down. It's not going to be uh, sadly because this is horrible, you know, that people get accosted like that on the street. That's why we as the, the community, we vote for our representatives and we, we have them enact these laws to prevent this kind of, you know, behavior and conduct. And we want it to be a serious crime. We want three or more people to be punished at a higher level when they do this because it's so horrible. The guy doesn't have a chance, you know, when you're. Yeah, like I fighting. said, I
0: have another one, too. I'll show you. You talk about somebody else doesn't have a chance. Watch this one. This one's really quick. Um, there's no way to protect yourself. That's the, the scary part about a lot of these crimes right now, is that there's no way to protect yourself against this.
2: Now, on a violent attack in Brooklyn, police say they have arrested a 15-year-old who was caught on camera punching a man dressed in traditional Hasidic clothing. This was on Stockton Street near Marcy Avenue in bed Friday night. The team was arrested today and now faces assault and hate crime charges.
0: Yeah, what is that all an- about? What is that all about? I don't get it. I, I just don't. I just to punch somebody, I guess. Um, To cold cock somebody, uh, you know, you're blindsided them. Ne- they don't have it, Remember, do you remember the knockout game? I remember when I was on the yeah. job, yeah. you know, at least it was a face to face confrontation. Like you didn't know what was going to happen. Right. But the whole right. goal of the game was to punch somebody as hard as you can and you knock them out with one shot. Right. Yeah. Now yeah. that that was happening. Like crazy in these, these couple of parks that I used to work in. So we have to, we had to uh go in there and hide in the trees and stuff, yeah. literally to catch them. But um in that particular city, you just cock is something like that guy has no he just got hit in the face, he doesn't know from where, from what. Yeah, you know
1: what I'm saying? That's horrible. And to me, that's the most important crime to address because you know, the violent crime like that of our our citizens are afraid to walk outside and, and go into the park, you know, that you can't have that. As a society, you should be allowed to move freely about, you know, the neighborhood and not worry about that. So Well, what else is interesting, actually,
0: too, is that neighborhood is predominantly Hasidic. If you're not from uh, New York City, when we say Hasidic, that's a, um, the most extreme orthodox yeah. Jews there are. They, they wear the hats like you saw. They, they all kind of sort of dress the same. Um, but that's a very, very tight-knit community. And in the past, uh, walking through there, you could be followed by them. They'd keep an eye on you, especially if you fit a certain description of color because they didn't trust you in their neighborhood. There was really no reason whatever this 10-block radius is, there was no reason for you to be there unless you were Orthodox Jew. The, all the stores are for Jews. Um, you know, and then right across the Avenue there, the neighborhood changed drastically. So yeah. in order to get back and forth between the two, one neighborhood to the other, you might've had to cross through a couple of those streets. Um, but you didn't want to mess around back then because they had that patrol. Like, uh, I think Scott mentioned with the showroom, showroom, I think Shomer, the showroom. Man. yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they had, and then they had the, um, the ambulance too, the Hazola love yeah. <laughs> those guys. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I remember one time when I was a rookie. I said, "Oh, the ambulance is coming," and these guys were driving down the wrong way on Queens Boulevard, right by your office. I'm Literally, do you know what it's like to go the wrong way on Queens Boulevard, right by the court? Yeah, Hang a U-turn right there by the big train station over there. Yeah, another car comes flying out of nowhere. I'm like, "Oh my God, what did I?" Have? I'm not listening to the radio. What did I miss? And it was like, uh, it was all Hazzola coming out. out yep. of nowhere. They would. Oh yeah. They, one of them called. He said he got a runny nose or something, so they couldn't <laughs> save him. No, they do a
1: good job, you know. Oh, they, they do a
0: great job, but you know, part of the the critique at the time was when they had the uh, what was that boy's name he got uh, killed. Gavin Cato. Gavin Cato. They didn't help yeah. him. They just uh, they took away the uh, the guy with the bloody nose and then he, they left yeah. him there yeah. to die. Uh, that's a story for another day. Anyway, let me just go yeah. back to the chat here and uh, see if anybody need. Hi, Diane B. Hello, everyone. She says Uh thank you for coming. Please take a moment, she says, to subscribe. Ring the bell for notifications. Uh, thank you, Police Off The Cuff family. If you're interested in what those green uh, letters are, those are people who are part of our membership here on YouTube as well. We also have uh, Patreon, patreon.com, Police the Cuff, Patreon.com. We have three tiers there, and uh, it helps us with production value and get great guests like um, Joe Murray here. So MC MC audios out there—they're just hungry. Who's hungry? MC audio. Are you saying the perps are hungry? What the hell are you talking about? Who's hungry? Uh MC. Wait a minute. There he goes again. I'm trying to there see what. Hey Mike. Mirka start Okay. All right. I don't know. I don't know what he's talking about. But back to the stories because we still we we still uh, we gotta. You want to see a really funny one? You're gonna get kicked. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this is a good one. Watch this one. You're gonna like this one. I like this one. Uh, where is it? Uh, look at this. Only this is. You could say only in New York, but it's not only in New York.
1: Sounds that good.
0: That's a cinder block. Look at this.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: look at it. Oh my god! That's this is broad daylight. What the? She just hell? took the wallet, the cash that was in the. Um... No way. Have you recognized that person? Who I think is a male, actually. Oh, no. I, I hope they show it again. There it goes. Yeah, I think that's a male. Well, maybe it is a female. Yeah. There it goes. One more time. Ready? Oh, my God.
1: Damn it! Oh my God! Oh. Is somebody filming this though? That's what I want to know. Yeah, somebody's... Why don't people get involved? Mark, I'm sure you. Yeah, you know, but still, are... that happens so quick. If you, uh, if you, hello.
0: If you see somebody, are you still there? Yeah. Okay. If you see somebody walking, obviously to to pick up the the phone and start recording. That was something you caught them trying to break into the car. They probably hit the window with something else at first that wasn't working, and then they remembered where they saw a cinder block. Um, and they went back to get it because that's when you start recording when you see somebody trying to break into a car, and then you see them leaving, and then you see, oh wait, they're coming back, you know, because they they whoever it was filmed them the whole way, coming back with the the cinder block.
1: I don't understand that. I remember. Before I came on the job, I used to drive a truck and I I worked out at Kennedy Airport. We'd pick up the furs. I used to deliver in the garment district. And we were out outside uh, after we delivered something and we're standing on the corner. You know how the subway, there's a woman standing at the top of the subway, an older woman, and this guy reaches through the railing and grabs like a brooch off of her chest and just starts running. So it, we didn't even think about it. Like we just ran after him, you know, uh, like I, I don't understand. I don't see that anymore. I mean, we did have a couple of people. You guys had them on the show. Who was that guy that, uh, uh, prevented the woman. It was an attack in the subway where it's the woman had a knife was going to stab someone. and He interceded and grabbed her and tackled mm-hmm. her. Sometimes they, they do still happen, but why are people so, The reaction is to go to the phone instead of rendering aid, you know, and and that Mm. to me is just crazy. I don't understand it. Where are, where are the good Samaritans? And you know, yeah, like I, that that's a good. It's a, that's it. a great they, question, but I just say
0: it and there's so many. It. I mean, and, and part of it is too. There's just so many people that seem like they've lost their minds. Angel, Angel always asked. Uh, he busts my chops because I blame a lot of this on mental illness, and tell you the truth, when I'm not around you, a lot of times I feel like I'm the only sane guy left, Joe. <laughs> no. I really do. No, I really, really do. Yeah,
1: um, I, I do agree that there is a lot, a lot more that we see. Yeah, we had it, of course, when we were on the job. But I think they're not. They're not. Uh, you know, not. In,
0: they're unmedicated uh, right now.
1: They're not medicated. They're not uh, contained. You know, they're released. They're, they're they're all out there, free to go and do whatever they want. So, but that's you know, society is the government is supposed to protect society. You know, and. And you can't just take a hands-off policy on that. Give them help. Bring them in. that's a yeah, that's what they're doing.
0: It's why do we need prosecutors if they're not gonna prosecute anybody? Yeah, sadly. Sadly. You know, that, that crime right there, you have it on video. You got that pretty little thing with the red wig on, right? You bring them in. <laughs>
1: yeah, and I mean, then and then they let them go,
0: they give him a desk appearance ticket. That poor cab driver has got to give the arrest number to his uh to his insurance company. He's got to clean all the gas glass out. He's got to bring it over there. Hope that that he has glass on his policy. Yeah. Um his his cab is out of commission for a day, if only a day if he's lucky. So he's losing probably 2 250 300 bucks if he's, you know, if if he's a good cab driver and he's hustles yeah. a lot and only works the 16 hours that he's supposed to, right? Yeah. So
1: his whole day is screwed because of that thing. His whole day is shot. He's got to go down talk to the police, look at pictures, do, you know, look at video. Uh, Then talk to the DA and go down there, potentially testify in a case there. For what? What you know? He's given up all this time off of work. So, yeah, I see your point. But then when the 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 prosecutors make it so much harder, you know, for for victims, uh, why do you bother? You know, because now they turn everything over right away to the defendant. Defendant knows where you live, knows who you are. You know, if you're testifying, the and it is a
0: property crime anyway. I mean it a property factual property. factual breakdown brings up a good point. Too many
1: good Samaritans
0: wind up dead. Yeah. So people are reluctant to get involved. And um for a property crime, I could understand you not wanting to deal with that uh yeah. that thing because you don't know what they have either. If you go over there and they charge you with assault for you for you're beating up, charge you with a hate crime because they think that you're beating them up because uh, you know, it's a trance.
1: Red hair. Yeah.
0: You know so uh, i don't
1: care i i if i see a crime i antecede i always that that'll never leave me you know it, it was before i was a cop i just felt doing the right thing by people somebody is in distress you do hurt. you get
0: it you get a sixth sense when you're a cop especially after doing it for as long as we did yeah uh, if i see something that uh, feels like it's going to go down i make sure i take off before i, I witness anything
1: I, I can't walk away. Angie and I, we go get our coffee <laughs> around the block. This Seven Eleven over here. Every once in a while, there'll be a, like a a gang of guys in there getting rowdy, throwing stuff around. So we walk back in and we just stand, you know, by the uh, by the front door. And this guy loves us, you know. Mm-hmm. Anytime we're there, he's, you know. Mm-hmm. But I, I feel bad for them, you know, because they they get picked on, they get beat on, and you know now you can steal and not get prosecuted anymore it's it's crazy
0: yeah that's that's the one thing that's so troubling is just uh you know we talk about theft of service we started the show with that going yeah. through the turnstiles not paying um and now uh, we see the smash and grab robberies that we're talking about here and thank you Milwaukee so he caught the joke when i uh he's calling me a tower of courage when i said uh, i keep a good eye out whenever i see something I take off <laughs> <laughs> It was a joke, Milwaukee civilian. Relax. <laughs> um, yeah, so, uh, yeah, If it's tough, well, man, you know, the, the prosecutors the don't is, do
1: their job. Well, the way the law is, it used to be a deterrence. You know, man, I don't want to get arrested. I have to go to jail. Now it's an incentive. The law and the policy of these woke DAs, it's an incentive to commit crime because now – the kids hanging out on the corner are like, hey, we can go in and steal whatever we want up to $300. We're not going to get prosecuted.
0: Yeah. I mean, who who knows? How did we so even know So someone who may
1: not otherwise have ordinarily committed a crime is now like, well, what the hell? It's not going to hurt. I mean, and, um,
0: if you live in Queens, be on the lookout for this guy. He followed a woman into the building, uh, jumped on the elevator and performed a lo- loot act. Uh, I know about 15 guys that looked exactly like this. so I've recorded <laughs> all of them. <laughs> Don't you know, how many guys do you know no, that look exactly no. like this guy? Yeah.
1: Seriously, yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I wonder how many people are calling in their old bosses oh, and stuff. Uh, yeah. this guy looks like every <laughs> delivery guy right in the city.
0: <laughs> Holy hey, Manuel, get from behind. Forget the washing the dishes. We got a delivery. Come out here. <laughs> uh, that's mm. funny, right? And That's um, you know you're a lawyer, so I got to ask you this: because uh, is this a good defense right here? Florida man claims he only drank at stoplights <laughs> and not <laughs> while driving. Because uh, I was technically, thinking- he's
1: correct. He's not. Drinking <laughs> <and driving. laughs> oh my god! What a great.
0: Florida man claims he only drank at stoplights and not while driving. I'm gonna use that from now on. God forbid I get pulled over. That is <laughs> I love that not guy. Drinking and driving? No, no. I only drink when they were at the red lights. <laughs> that is great. Yeah, man. That guy's the best. All right, now back to back to some sad news here. Um, all right. So this guy in Long Island. Wait, wait, wait. wait. We'll we'll watch this video. This guy shot himself in the hand uh, because he's making guns at home. And this is an interesting thing, man. This is so, so scary right now. Look at what he's making at home, this guy.
2: One-year-old Nassau County man is accused of building 3D ghost guns. Police were called to the Massapequa home on Saturday. CBS2's Carolyn Gussoff reports that investigators say that he shot himself cleaning one of his homemade guns.
4: The house on Phillips Road in Massapequa fits right in an American flag and Easter decor, but inside, Nassau police say it wasn't your typical suburban home. They were called here Saturday by a mother after 21-year-old son Gerald Gilrain shot himself through the hand.
0: He recovered a 9 millimeter semi-automatic 3D ghost gun. Well, this is your ghost gun. The bottom part is made through 3D machines. That's plastic. The top part You buy through the mail with no serial number.
4: Nassau police displayed weapons and parts found in the house, including an assault rifle they say was made with two 3D printers, plastic gun handles, clips and frames, coupled with metal parts bought online, illegal and untraceable.
0: Making out of plastic and then they could ship this. Undetectable when you go through the airport.
4: Gil Rain is free on bail. No comment from people leaving the home. In court papers, he told police, I bought a 3D printer and I saw online that people were doing and I thought it would be cool. Police say this is no kid stuff charging him with weapons manufacturing and possession. Also confiscated $3,000 in cash, a money counting machine and other weapons. Shaken neighbors recall in February, a local dentist was charged with assembling ghost guns. I don't even understand how you can do that legal, you know.
1: Yeah, man, that's crazy. Why are they taking the money counting machine? I mean, they're always after the money.
0: Well, What do you mean? Uh, it's it's. They should just leave it there, huh?
1: Snatching the money. I, t- I, th- Is I think it's illegal it- to have a money counting machine. I didn't know that. Illegal. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I mean, like, but then again, who has a money counting machine? If I do, if I did, if I had a money counting machine, it's collecting a lot of dust. I'm gonna tell you. That right <laughs> <laughs> There's never I never have enough money to put it through a counter. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um but that's scary with those guns and I feel bad for that family because you know that's a kid and luckily they got him out of there cuz the next 3 or 4 years he's going to spend in uh, Suffolk County prison but um that's a kid who's not leaving the house. You could just tell. He's uh he's going to be there for a while living in that room till he's about 40 because uh <laughs> no, I've seen it before. I yeah. it, you know, it's just Dang, that, that family probably tried their best with him, but um, he's up there, to, you know. Just he's making guns. He's making gun. You can you make can guns make, using uh, a three D
1: uh, printer. It's it's that easy. I, I, I it's a baffling, you know. And uh, even just to, you know, I think guns are important. That, you know, for self defense, um, but you have to be responsible. I'm for reasonable, you know, regulations and and licensing. Mm-hmm. But, uh, geez, I mean, uh, they are dangerous. I mean, how many times, you know, do you see this where uh, you watch these stupid videos, somebody's playing around with a gun, and bam, they shoot themselves. You know? Yeah. Usually it's cops yeah. shooting
0: themselves at home and cleaning their guns.
1: Yeah, that happens. Happens a lot. Imagine
0: somebody's breaking into your car outside and you're like, you wait till uh, as soon as this gun is finished hurry. and you put bang <laughs> in your printer. Come on, hurry up, you best. <laughs> do, 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 do. Once this gun is ready, I swear I'm coming after you. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, man. Job, uh, th- th- those dude. those type of stories like that, man. I, I feel so bad for do that. Do you think much.
1: this is a product of this pandemic? These homebound people that uh, aren't out and, you know, they just get bored and, You know, now you can do everything online. You can order anything on Amazon. You can buy these post guns and pieces. Yeah,
0: you you don't want to really um, limit the the Internet. But then then you have to because there's people that make bombs. They they, they took the bomb-making stuff off of that. Or at least if you look that kind of stuff up, they should be at your door literally like the next day knocking on it. Yeah, what, what are you looking up? Yeah. You know, but then if that's the case and you do it for porn, they'll be outside my house every every, <laughs> every two days. What are you what are you doing in there? Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> You're hurting yourself.
1: Oh, we're getting a lot of complaints. <laughs> your neighbors are complaining.
0: <laughs> All right, um let me see what else do we got? We're running out of time here. um, I just got to show you this because I fell in love with this pup. Look at this picture you, you can't even it doesn't even do you justice. Look at that pup, look at the size Aww. of his look at his look, look at his paws how big they are look at how proud he he's is look so at the proud. love look at his eyes
1: that is a beautiful picture
0: and he's so proud. Wow, he's so happy to be like on patrol with his partner. He loves his partner. That's a, isn't that a great wow, picture, man? Oh that's classic. God. Yeah, yeah, Very I love nice. that dog, man. Very nice.
1: I love that dog, man. Oh, Yeah, man. the NYPD. Look at that. That's great.
0: Yeah, God bless that dog. I wonder what that dog's name is. Yeah. Um, let me take a, a look over here at the uh, at the comments before we uh, we start to wrap up uh trish norman yeah trish norman likes the dog too that's a beautiful pup sergeant friday loves the dog as well aunt bb happy pup just a beautiful pup melody campbell agrees i love that i didn't even know that you know that dog caught my eye man and the more i looked at it the more i fell in love with that dog
1: yeah
0: you know he's just so happy to be on patrol he's
1: so proud of himself yeah 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 he likes
0: he he likes his partner you know he's he's happy to be out there man
1: uh
0: let me see.
1: Crime. Crime is a big thing, though. Crime is rising. Crime is up. You know, who says crime doesn't pay? I've been so busy. We haven't even been able to do our show with all the stuff we got going on. You know?
0: Yeah, there was a picture here I wanted to show. Um, right. This one right now. I think I got I deleted the video by mistake. But there was a 76-year-old woman here in the Bronx. She was coming into a building. She lives in that building for 50 52 years, her son said. And these three perps followed her in. The one in the black coat on the le- uh well, it'd probably be your right, my left. Uh yeah. She tried to hold them back because she felt like they were following them, but they they pushed their way in behind them, and then they snatched her purse, tossing it to the. This is in the vestibule of her building. She broke wow. her hip. You know, she went out dancing that night too, and she was a avid dancer. She's she's alive. She's recovering, but she you know it's yeah, so yeah. crazy that. That people are attacking—that could be your mom. I mean, all those kids have to have a mom, a grandma, an aunt. Don't—that's what you want to happen to you. that's karma.
1: That was the last, you know, thing of respect amongst, you know, anyone. You know, your mother. Mm -hmm. You know, the woman's there fifty-two years. Imagine she knows everyone and she's seen them grow, from, you know, from here to there. And how does nobody step in and help this woman? You know. I mean, somebody had to see what was going on. It's just yeah. terrible. she was coming from she,
0: well, a hip replacement, which might means her freaking dancing career is over, which is shame, you know. But she's something that she'd love to do. Yeah, and uh, it breaks your heart, you know, because uh, now this the trauma that you go that that comes along with this being able to go out again, you know, um, you know, you you don't want to stay home, but you're scared. And sure.
1: you're gun-shy now. When you see people coming up to you, you know, you're, you're paranoid, you're a little edgy. It's just fear. not a great way to live, especially, you know. It's say it, it's say it, and we have the tools to prevent this. And and you know, I I personally just think we, we've gone too far the other way. We're encouraging and incentivizing this type of behavior. You know, we're not respecting. Uh, you know, basic morals, you know, do want to others that you'd have done to you. You know, what about the golden rule? So it's just it's a degradation of a society. And it's sad because, you know, I don't I don't know if we can come back from this. It's terrible.
0: Yeah, Eric, uh, Mayor Adams has his is his hands full and the NYPD, have their hands full. Um, it's going to take. It's going to be so much harder to get the cat in the bag this time around. But they are talking about targeting quality of life uh, crimes. Again, our uh, our police commissioner, and obviously, you've got people that. Uh, we'll just we'll, we'll put this up for you know as we close out. We'll we'll, we'll come. We'll do. A, we'll say goodbye. But first, let's just watch this for a half a second. nj
3: so far this year 45 percent now the nypd bringing back a tactic used during the last big major crime crisis the early 1990s fighting quality of life crimes introduced by former police commissioner bill bratton the theory stop minor crimes and you prevent major crimes at least some of them there are critics of course but there are also millions who are crossing their fingers that this i would reporter nj burkin with the stories live in harlem for us news That's right, Bill. NYPD commanders call it targeted enforcement. Critics call it broken windows policing. They say it's discredited, it doesn't work, and inflames racial tensions. But yes, many New Yorkers are frustrated. They want immediate results, including the mayor. The new orders are being given to officers in some of the city's toughest precincts, where shootings have skyrocketed and residents are living in fear. NYPD These Commissioner kind of Kee chan so, We are focusing on the people, the places, and the things that lead to criminality and lead to violence and deteriorate the quality of life for everyday New Yorkers. For the first time in more than a decade, officers on routine patrol are being instructed to enforce a long list of relatively minor offenses, from carrying bags of trash on the subway and sleeping on the subway, to fare evasion and mass transit and graffiti vandalism and public urination officers are expected to confront violators what police commanders call quote proactive engagement with offenders who commit violations that lead up to an act of violence most encounters begin with a warning when our officers see someone ignoring those warnings there will be enforcement Mayor Adams says he's determined to turn the bloody tide of violence in the streets. Police officials say many violent encounters begin with low-level offenses. But critics tonight insist it doesn't work that way and that violations will not be evenly enforced. Here
0: we go.
2: There are these huge disparities and, and white people commit offenses Hi, Molly. as well that aren't being...
0: Oh, my God. How, how funny is that? You got a black police commissioner... You have a black mayor, and then here comes Molly. Here comes Molly nope. to tell you how the black people are getting um, they're they're being eroded racist. by the quality yeah. of life crimes. And it's, it's unfortunately that things have to come uh, or go so tilt so far the other way before everybody has had enough. He says, I don't care. I don't care. Yeah. It has to stop.
1: Keep us safe. That's, that's the whole goal, you know.
0: But yes, uh, yes. you're
1: right. I mean, I think people are fed up, and uh, sadly – it, it really doesn't matter how many police officers you have, unless you're going to back them up and give them authority to do things like this broken windows approach, you're not going to see a result. And that's why um, I I really, I know a lot of people that are, they don't like Eric Adams as much, but I, I really think nobody can do this job for 20 years and not walk away with a sense of how, Crime was i agree and, and I how agree. we desperately don't want to go back to that you may not like the way everything he did on he's the doing, job. He, he's being very proactive about it you know when uh, the two officers were shot and killed in three uh, two how sad that was he immediately came out with a, a gun apprehension uh gun reduction gun violence reduction program you know, I, I I really think we got to sure. give him a chance. It's only been three months. And this is probably the toughest job short of the White House, you know, running New York City. It, it's really a tough job. But uh, somebody with his police experience, he's seen it. Any one of us who has been on the job and, and out on patrol during the, the 80s and 90s, you've seen what can happen if we don't get a hold of this. And I see that in him. You know, he's, he's reacting as if I better get a hold of this or, you know, this is going to get out of hand and, and spiral. But he's got to back the cops and they got to stop with this constant attack. You know, the qualified immunity, the diaphragm law, you know, removing the, the officer's power to engage in low level offenses, which we know broken windows works. It's happened. We've seen it. So I I like it. I like what's happening. I'm sure he's got, you know, people attacking him on both sides, and he's trying to make his way through. So I I would just tell people to be patient. He's a smart guy. And uh, I I I agree with you a little time. I agree with you. I think
0: the guy knows what crime is, and I also think that he has bigger aspirations. I've, I've talked to a couple of people that he wants to hold higher offices, and you know new york city could be the beneficiary after coming off of what we just had for 8 years with that uh yeah. that person um this you know we needed somebody like this now um you know what's going to happen in the governor's race do you know what i'm saying cuz that's also big as far as trying to um you know this this uh, the 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 governor that we have right now i can't say H- Hutchum, I, I don't know how to say oh, her name course, yeah. yeah they they had a conversation about adding The uh, adding something to the bail reform where it meant like a dangerous, dangerous offender, you know, shouldn't be released, giving judges more discretion on holding people incarcerated, putting bail for some of these violent crimes. And for all we know, unless it's on paper uh, before she starts, because this could all be a ploy just to get reelected. And then she if it's not in her blood, she's not going to sign it. But she also has Cuomo breathing down her back because he's making a comeback. And, Why um, am
1: I seeing Cuomo commercials now? Because he's making a comeback. I can't He's making it. a comeback,
0: and um, and also too, we have to see who's running on the Republican side because if New York is really really fed up, then um, neither one of them is going to be uh, a viable possibility or a candidate. And um, that being said, we went over the hour, and I know, I know people are uh, they stuck with us long enough. I don't want to I don't want to abuse them, Fair but. Enough. Um, joe you were a great guest i had a great time with you tonight i actually Mark, had I love
1: coming on it's always a pleasure i enjoy your show i love the, the new uh intro there very nice yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> thank you thank you uh the, i, I give it up to my friends let me just say good night to uh arctic cat uh what is uh Ra- raquel Pranzo, nikki bella peter pranzo milwaukee civilian mike cologne Dawn B, Factual Breakdown, Nikki Bella, Patty L, all these people, Boxing MMA. Thank you. This was a good show tonight. Diane B, uh, what do you, she said, what do you think Adams is doing right? That's a question for next week. We'll come back. <laughs> Little Mermaid, Louisa, um, thank you for tuning in tonight, Sergeant. Friday, Coach, we had a lot of Frankie Marcia. Wow, Kim Holmes, we had a lot of people here tonight. I hope we did the right thing for you. I had a lot of laughs. I had more laughs tonight than I've probably had uh, doing an episode in a while. Uh, you were great as usual, Peace. Joe. I wish Peace. you all the best, and uh, I'm going to be back Thursday. Angel um, hopefully can sit in with me on Thursday. We have a guest this Thursday, and uh, they wrote a book on uh, police corruption and stuff like that, and and we're gonna we're gonna talk to them about that. But um, on behalf of police off the cuff after hours, thank you guys for tuning in, and uh, have a good
1: night, everybody. Good night.